Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey, welcome back. Quay's already laughing her head off. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Welcome back. It's your favorite aunties. Your favorite aunties. We're so excited. Um, I say this every time. Okay, but... Grace is amped all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, woo, let's go. <laughs> I'm excited too, though. Yeah. We're excited. We're back. Episode 8. Right now, we're in the Blue Mountains of Ontario. Yeah, I know. It's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and did you know that for Sault Ste. Marie, Search Mount is the steepest mountain skiing mountaintop in Ontario, I think, or Canada. What? It's like the steepest. So if you learn to ski there, in, in, yeah, in Search Mount, you're like good for, <laughs> you're good for every other one because it's so the incline is so steep. Holy crap. Yeah. I know. Like, Blue Mountain is a serious hill. Like, I remember um, Kevin at work. I was like, have you ever skied before? He's like, nope. I'm like, are you going skiing? He's like, yep. I'm like, you need lessons. Like, because the first time, so, I mean, Sault Ste. Marie is, like, very similar to Thunder Bay. Mm -hmm. Like, I grew up skiing. Yeah. And, like, to get to a hill, it was, like, a 10-minute drive. We have two hills. Like, you can go to, like, either one. And the first time I went skiing, like, I went right to the top of the hill. And then there's this huge bend, like, right at the beginning. And as soon as I went down the hill, I just went straight into the bushes. <laughs> so I'm just, like, I don't know. I'm thinking of Kevin. Yeah. And I'm thinking he's just going to, like, I don't know. I think he, I think something's bad is going to happen. This episode <laughs> will come out after our skiing experience. So we'll have to update you on our Instagram to see what actually happened to Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. But um, Grace makes a good point. For the Blue Mountains, where, where we're going, we're getting, we're getting ski and snowboard lessons. I'm so not. I'm you're not. not? No. So you're not going on the trail? It's like a learning trail they take us through. Ooh, that actually sounds like scenic that maybe I'll just like. <laughs> but I want to just like go all in. Just like I'm just going to take the lift right to the top and see how it goes. Do you ski or snowboard? Quay, I just told you I used to ski. Okay, I'm up. sorry. <laughs> this is like the thing. Grandsons, so all boys. Yeah, sons. Oh, right. Yeah. If you listen to a few episodes ago, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we don't hear. So. <laughs> Sometimes I don't listen. Yeah. That's what it is. Our, yeah, I don't listen fully. But aside from that character flaw. <laughs> but, okay, so you're going to ski. No, I'm going to snowboard because Ooh. I can ski. I can ski fine. I can ski search. So you're, challenge, you're challenging yourself? Yeah, I'm oh, challenging God. myself this year um, <clears throat> because I remember in high school I, I tried snowboarding and it, like, my friend Alicia, and she like went skiing, so she was gone, and I was stuck on the bunny hill in Search Mount. And then my best friend Erica, she was like a pro snowboarder, she was, she was trying to teach me how to snowboard, but then like I couldn't get it, and they wouldn't let me, they wouldn't grant me my pass for the big hill. So I just stay on the bunny hill all day when all my <laughs> friends were on the big. You have to speed. be granted pass. Yeah, you Whoa. have to pass and That's be serious. granted your thing for you to get off the bunny hill. And I was never. Mm -hmm. So now I'm gonna like redeem my. 16 year old self and mm -hmm. learn how to snowboard yeah on the not steepest hill in ontario 
Wow. But yeah. a pretty serious hill. Like it's yeah. not like you're like going to like some random hill. Yeah, I in, think like Toronto. Mount Louise. Mount oh. Louise is like a little bit so- it's a less steep than Blue Mountain. That's what a snowboarder told me one time. Oh. So Yikes. I mean, my first time I went snowboarding once and I I like I blame it on the board. Like I don't think it was like sharpened or I don't know the terminology or like how like snowboards are supposed to be but mm-hmm. any way I carved like I'd go forward face plant I'd go backwards like my head would uh, like whiplash back oh my God. Fo- even forward even when I was getting the hang of it and I was trying to pick some speed up and I'm trying to like lean forward a little bit like the board just like flipped me I'm not like a speed demon though so I won't be trying to go fast yeah I just like I just remember sitting on top of the hill crying <laughs> Crying. That that's my experience of snowboarding, but I'm a good skier. Like I just like whipped it down the hill. There is even like these like off like the path like, and they're like super bumpy. That I'm, like <laughs> I was pretty good. One of our students at at work was like, "Oh, Quay, are you gonna go? Are we gonna go carving or whatever?" And I'm like, "No, I don't go fast." And he's like, "I don't go fast either." And I'm like, "Oh, good. We can like pizza the whole way down together." <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a speed demon. I know. Blue Mountain, there's so much to do. Um, you know what it reminds me of? It but, reminds me of like a Michigan or like a state city. Blue Mountain reminds me of like a state town. It reminds me of like a Hallmark movie. Like I feel like I'm in a movie. Oh, it does. You're right. Yeah. But have you Like where's been- my Prince Charming? Benny! Let's bump into each other. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like that total like I grew up watching on the Disney and like I totally like want to feel how like princesses should feel like. Yeah, okay. So don't hate me if I'm going to recreate that at Blue Mountain. (laughs) Don't hate me. <laughs> Awkward silence. Yeah. But um okay, Quay, what do you want to talk about? Um Okay, right so now? what I really want to talk about is uh again, like we talked about it two episodes back, but let's talk about it again, but more in a positive light of what's happening in Wet'suwet'en. Mm-hmm. So Toronto last week had a had a solidarity event where we raised money. Well not we, but they had a goal, they reached it, they raised money, they sold things like t-shirts and they had all these amazing musical artists perform that was really cool and like that was really positive and we're trying to make positive moves but I heard this one girl say Nikki her name's Nikki something we can tag her in a post but she said solidarity comes in many forms it doesn't necessarily mean standing on the front line but we whatever gifts you have to give it is needed in this time Mm -hmm. and I firmly believe that because those musicians, their music and their lyrics are their gifts and they gave it yeah. in solidarity with this. And like as a mom for you and anybody else who is a mom and our listeners, like your gifts are literally your love to your little ones. And in this time, like if it's just making sure they're like tucked in at night and loved and well fed, like mm-hmm. do that shit mm-hmm. and make sure that they're proud that they're native and yeah, yeah, surrounded with love. Yeah. I know it's it's been so like uplifting like I've been truly I I mean I said it in one of our group messages like so inspired by you guys that how like it is like so serious what's happening in our country and I mean using like our voices or our presence even yeah um to show our support 
And mm-hmm. I think it's so important. And I mean, like, sadly, I wasn't able to make it to any of the marches or whatnot. But I've been I've been trying. I mean, Nico's too young to explain what's happening. But I just hope, like, one day when I explain to it that, I mean, sometimes it's unsafe to go to those yeah. marches. And that's why I didn't bring him. But I hope he knows that, like, I support mm-hmm. um, what's happening. And, um, yeah, I just, you know. But not but and I think you're really doing a good job because what did Benny say to Nico the other day because he was like I was over and he was like Benny was like oh Nico Quays Ojibwe like you and what did Nico respond it was something like really cute so he knows who he is and he knows mm-hmm. he's Ojibwe yeah and that was really sweet and cute so you're doing a good job yeah he knows who he is well funny story so he's in um an indigenous preschool and there's so I live by six nations so I'm really happy that they have like space for Ojibwe people because well, I mean we're so always like we're so close and mixed but so he's in an Ojibwe room and beside is a Mohawk room and so I think at the beginning he only thought that everyone was either Ojibwe or Mohawk so um at home <laughs> Me and Benny were like, we're all laying in bed and we're like, Nico, like, what are you? He's like, Ojibwe. And I'm like, <laughs> what is mommy? Ojibwe. And what is daddy? Mohawk. <laughs> we're like, not really. Like, my husband's Italian. So um, we were just like laughing and he's just like totally embraced it. Or it's so sweet. Like, he, he prefers water over anything. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, if we buy juice, obviously he's drinking juice, but. I mean, it's like the toss-up between water and milk mostly, and he'll always choose water, and he'll be like, Mommy, water is medicine. And I'm like, you know what? That's so true. Mm -hmm. Like, it is. Like, it's going to make you feel better. Like, when you're sick, drink water. When you're, like, feeling, you know, you're not feeling well or you're just, like, I just water does so much. Yeah. And it's, like, important that we treat it as medicine, that that's what we need. Mm -hmm. And it's sad that a lot of people don't think that. Mm -hmm. Um. Justin Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? I like our little ones know that from that young of an age that, young, that yeah. it's medicine and it's vital and we need it. And yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, no, you do know. Yeah, and I do know. You do yes. know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that at this time, the biggest form of solidarity that we can give is to ensure that all of our young babies are surrounded with indigenous love and know that water is medicine like that we we are connected to the land like that's the biggest form that we can give i think Mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah so what was like growing up like we were touching on so we're at blue mountain um like we're going skiing we'll let you know how that went yeah we'll post okay we'll post pictures post our outfits (laughs) some of our work colleagues might have more fire outfits than us but (laughs) are you talking about like caitlin's zombies did did she order that like for blue mountain i think she ordered it for general winter activities because they're also going to alberta Oh. So this week, this past week that we're recording, we're in Blue Mountain, and then it gets into a whole bunch of funk where some of our colleagues are going to the Think Indigenous Conference in Alberta. That's so fun. So um, a couple of our friends are going too, so yeah. our colleagues, but my friend Mariah Jordan, she's oh, presenting. Yeah. And then our other friend, Deanna Upfield. Oh, I know. They're presenting. Honestly, like, 
it's so inspiring to see so many people do great things. Yeah. Like I'm so inspired by so many people and I hope that like for us just like doing this, like we're inspiring someone else. We are. Are we? Tell yeah, me. You, you have someone? I, I have multiple people. So what? I, okay. Remember way back when I went to Winnipeg? Um, there was a couple, yeah. there was a couple women that after I told oh, them, they, they wanted to do podcasts. The earring people? Um, no, not them, but I think they should do one. They'd be funny. Yeah. There's this other Mi'kmaq woman um, from Lister Jook. I probably said that wrong, but she wanted to start a podcast. Yeah. And I told her that she totally should because yeah. we only have this like Ojibwe Toronto point of view. Yeah. And that they have like a Mi'kmaq East Coast point of view and like that's needed as well. That Somebody else that I look up to who's really cool is this girl named Danny. She runs the band office meme page oh my god yeah oh my god she's so funny so i know who she is because of the the band office meme page and then i also know who she is because she's amazing and, and does a lot of work with assembly of seven jen with gabby yeah but okay so i know who she is and i followed her and then i was at the round dance two weeks ago in ottawa and she came by and she's like oh are you quay and i'm like yeah oh that was her that was her <gasps> and i was like oh like you are Danny, you run the meme page. But before I could even say that, she's like, oh, I listened to your podcast. Uh, and I screamed because I was going to fangirl over her and her hilariousness. Yeah. And how she's like able to use the social media platform to be funny. Yeah. And like uplift young people. Yeah. Um, But she was like, fangirl over me. And I was like. That's so. Then she told me that she's trying to start a podcast too. And yeah. Like, oh, she should. Yeah. Like. She would kill it. Well, I mean, that's like why I kind of wanted to get this started was because during the Christmas break when I wasn't doing much, I was just like hanging out and I didn't have like a book to read. And like, hey, I want to like find a podcast to get into. Like, I think that'd be so fun. And I'm going through like what like might interest me. And then I like I'm into like crime TV shows, like murder mysteries and all that. And I'm like, oh, I could. But, you know, it. and then I'm like, heck, let's just start our own. <laughs> Holy heck! Let's do it. I, I was getting Nico to say that, like, what the heck? <laughs> but it's just funny. But um, seriously, like, I would totally listen if more people like, like, do something that you're good at. Like, she's obviously has something that's, um, like her humor and I would totally listen and support yeah. her she could and over the podcast world yeah yeah and like who knows maybe we, like we could have her on our podcast one time yeah. and she can have us on her podcast and we'll just like be this awesome together it's the beginning of March and I'm probably gonna DM her after this but oh she's gonna be here in the city for at the end of the month in Toronto oh so like uh, if you're listening, Danny, um, an invitation is going to be sent to you soon. <laughs> yeah, that would be so fun. Speaking of people that we're going to ask to come on our podcast this weekend, we've been surrounded by the most amazing friends. <laughs> it's just funny that, like, I don't know if we should say their names because, like, what if they say no? And we're like, <laughs> we're going to ask. And then people are like, what happened? And it's like, oh, crap. They said no. <laughs> so we're going to ask this person next. <laughs> but, but, yeah, let's no. Let's just talk about these friendships then that we have. I know. Um, I honestly feel like coming to Humber and making these connections. <laughs> Are you laughing at the sound? sound. <laughs> so our apologies for the background noise. Hopefully you can't hear it. But um, I've, I've made like such, there's like, I don't know, we're sur like we're surrounded by such good people. <laughs> it's getting louder. 
<laughs> we're surrounded by such good people and like yeah. here at blue mountain like oh my god like it's amazing and yeah. honestly when i'm like when i'm like around people with bad energy oh. i get really down and i'm just like there's people out here like this you know mm-hmm. and i'm not used to feeling that because i'm surrounded and i'm i'm i was like whoa if i feel this like now which I like only like never feel maybe like once in a while I'm like that means I'm surrounded by such good people so thank you like I feel so good like just being in your presence Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I feel so good (laughs) it's true I feel good too when I'm always around you and I'm always so excited that like when the days I I get to see you yeah and like I don't even mind most of the time trekking to Hamilton (laughs) yeah it's not a bad trek um so the people that we're surrounded with, they are affiliated because of Humber, but that's not why our friendship still still continue. I don't even know how, but the, the post-secondary school is so hard to do when you're Native. Mm-hmm. It's so hard because, like, you're the only Native in the classroom, and then you're the only – you might be the only Native in, like, your dorm, or you might be the only one in – for me, it was, like, the only one on the basketball team and the only one in the townhouse and the only one, like – so I felt isolated a lot. And then being in Toronto, when I moved here to Toronto, like, I didn't feel safe in the classroom because the program I was in, it was, like I told you guys before, it was a lot of white people. But we have been, like, we're at our work. We've been blessed with these amazing young kids who, like, don't let other people go through it alone. Yeah. And you have to do that. You have to, like, build a community purposefully. Yeah, I know. Like, it's so, like, I just hope. So when I was a little girl, um, I didn't really like I knew that I was native and I mean in Thunder Bay like you know like Mm -hmm. with Sault Ste. Marie like there's a high population of natives and there's also like a lot of people that like the racism is super high and Mm -hmm. like just my outlook of who I like the population I'm in it didn't make me like want to be native because I was like everyone hates us like why would I want to be native like in a city with that's so like bad like this that I remember in elementary school it was just me and another native boy and I literally like we had to sing oh Canada every single day and I felt like a target on me like when it said like native in it because I was just like I don't know and I just it's sad that I thought that at such a young age that I wasn't like proud of who I was and honestly that's like all I hope for Nico is that like surrounding him by myself making a community of like these great people Mm -hmm. that that's who he sees and that we could tackle anything yeah like I felt it was very like isolating and like it was like it was scared like you should like I don't know like I was scared to be native and voluntarily say I was native in a town that was so racist and I'm just like totally opposite and I thought moving to Toronto was like oh my god I'm gonna like move farther away from ever like learning my culture yeah. or like feeling proud like I was I had like really no identity moving to Toronto and then now I'm like so proud to yeah, be who I am good. and like glad. that's you know, what I learned from, like, moving to Toronto, like, making that huge leap mm-hmm. where I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I was going to do or how I was going to, like, make it work. <gasps> and, like, this is what I gained is being proud of who I am and knowing who I am and owning it. And, like, owning I ha- it. we have this great community of Indigenous women and men yeah. and supporters that, you know, like, we're such in a, like, protective, great bubble of people that we could take on the world. Yeah. 
I agree with you when you mentioned like the O Canada before and like the part when they said on native are in wait, our home in native land. I always our say on home. native land. <laughs> that, that is correct. <laughs> but there would always be like a twinge in your body because you're like are these people, maybe this is like anxiety, but I'm like, are these other white students going to think of me? Yeah. And like, are they thinking of me like in a negative way? Are they listening to all the racist stereotypes that are like going on? And they think those that of me. Yeah. That I, I totally felt that too growing up. And like, I was pretty proud, but I didn't feel safe. Mm -hmm. I like, I hardly ever like felt safe in the classroom. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah, I know it's so, but you know what? We're like, We've realized that Mm -hmm. and we're, like, making the change. Yeah. That's really good, too. Like, it's really important to identify that. Yeah. And, like, also forgive yourself. Like, forgive yourself for feeling those kind of ways when we were growing up. Mm -hmm. I've seen it and I think it's really important because there are some times when I was growing up, um, I was – I felt – like, I kind of wanted to hide a bit. Mm -hmm. Like, I was – I didn't – I did have a lot of Native friends, but I was very involved in, like – sports and on the sports teams where I was the only one and I kind of didn't want to be labeled like the token native now that that was always like a fear for me Mm -hmm. yeah but I think it's really important to forgive yourself because when you were growing up that you were just in survival mode yeah the time yeah I also see see oh I always reference memes (laughs) so I seen another (laughs) meme that was like racism doesn't we're not offended by racism. We're hurt by racism. We're exhausted by racism. We're yeah. and it like went on to name these other adjectives mm-hmm. or adverbs. Yeah. Uh, you know what? English <laughs> isn't my first language, so I don't know that term. But <laughs> <laughs> but it went on to name all those things, and I agree with that. And <clears throat> like at a certain point in university, when people were so ignorant, I was like, my heart was like exhausted. I'm like, I can't continue to teach people these things. Yeah. So it's true. Like I really felt that meme. Yeah, I know. We got to, like, I don't know. I, it's just surrounding yourself by yeah great people and yeah. you feel supported and you have someone to, like, and I mean, that's, like, what reaching out to, like, I mean, if you don't have that community, like, reach out because there are those communities of people out there. That want to be a good person in your life. They want to, like, yeah. lift yeah. you up. Exactly. Um. So, moving on so quay was just telling me she's like you should get your blog back up and running again yeah up back stat because i think this is also just me thinking okay let me give a little background (laughs) of what it was in case okay so last year i've always wanted to like put myself out there and i've always like i've I've done it and then i like retract because i'm like oh i don't want to so i started a blog last year while i was a stay-at-home mom of just like my life and like my I mean, I didn't have a, well, it was exciting. Like I was raising my son, so I can't say it wasn't, but um, yeah. And I just wanted to like put the struggles and all that, just write it out. And I made an Instagram and yeah, like I had some, like some good feedback and then I just like retracted because I was like, I don't know. I feel like I was putting myself out there a bit too much and I didn't like it. Like I wanted to be a little more private, Mm -hmm. but maybe if I just like stick to a blog and like not do so much of like an Instagram and just a blog and just like kind of maybe I don't know maybe we can like throw it in like with the caller anti-podcast like yeah my blog and it maybe like just like once a month or something but tell me like 
why? Like, okay. you just brought this up today, and I was like, I thought I've, like, put it away. <laughs> you thought the truth was dead. <laughs> no, we're reviving it. So I think that Grace is so amazing. I think that she's an amazing mom. She's, like, this terrific, loving wife, and she's also, like, a great sister, a great daughter, and, like, she's a really good friend to me. Um, and to everyone, not just me. But I, like, think so highly of Grace and her ability to, like, be positive and, like, be honest with herself and all those things. And I, like, I'm, like, okay, well, I can't wait that I have Grace as my friend because when I become a mom, like, and I have to navigate this, like, biracial child that I'm going to turn to her. <laughs> and I can't wait till that because I, like, have learned so much that I can't wait to, like, share that with you. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, I want – Grace. Oh, so you want me to make some resources out there? Resources? (laughs) I want you to be a scholar (laughs) with parenting resources based on the research that you have. Oh, yeah. No, but I want you to get you to share that positivity of motherhood and like the struggles because you're so real about it. Mm -hmm. Because remember, like the other day when we were putting stuff away and we were laughing about being in Nico's room, you're like, oh, yeah, he's so annoying. Yeah, it is like kids. I remember when I was pregnant, my mother-in-law was like, like, don't feel bad if sometimes you hate your kid. And I was like, I didn't understand at first, but like now I do. Like sometimes you're just like so frustrated with them and like it's normal. Like you're living like you have this relationship with this person Mm -hmm. that fully depends on you and it gets tiring. But I mean, that doesn't change like how much I love him Mm -hmm. and he's learning and sometimes I'm learning every step of this way how to be a parent yeah so I don't like maybe like my blog will be like 2020 motherhood I don't know modern motherhood I don't know but it's like 2020 vision you know like I'm looking back and I'm talking about what I've learned and how you could be better I don't know we'll see we'll decide we're gonna decide on that and she's gonna start up the blog again and I told her that I'd help her with like making stuff. I have like nothing to add. In, so <laughs> I have zero. <laughs> I have zero experience in terms of content and what she's gonna make. But I'm like, if you want to like start publishing posts or like put it do your in do the Instagram and like people direct people to your blog like I am down to help the movement and help the cause because I think mothers need to support mothers and I'm only saying that because when I become a mom I want y'all to support me (laughs) yeah oh my god I know it's it is like a different community you need right Mm -hmm. like so I can't wait for Koi to like be in that community with me yeah come 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 on (laughs) you're like come to the dark side (laughs) (laughs) but anyways um so what are your okay so we're halfway through halfway through the year no we're not (laughs) we're we we made it through january made it through february i finished my dry feb good Uh, well not yet it's still oh oh yeah oh you did (laughs) oh yeah it's march 1st it's no it's not. <laughs> okay cut that out. yeah I don't know what day it is okay just so say. yeah I, I made it so I made it through dry feb it wasn't as hard as I thought the only thing that it made me realize was a lot of like social interactions have to do with like drinking mm-hmm. like a yeah. lot of my friend my girlfriends who like didn't know that I was doing dry feb they're like oh I want to go for a drink and I'm like oh no I'm doing dry feb they're like okay well want to go for coffee and I'm like yeah yeah, yeah. but it made me think about what 
I'm so lucky that all my girlfriends were like, let's go for coffee instead or let's go grab a bite. Where other people I know who were doing like dry January or something, they were like trying to go dry for a couple weeks. Their friends were like, just do it. Just one. Like yeah. trying to convince them. And I'm like, what the fuck? You're a bad friend. Those are bad <laughs> friends. <laughs> where I was like checking in on you. Yeah. You were at like the Winnipeg Jets game one day. I was like, you better not be drinking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I want to. Back in February, I went to Winnipeg and I was Snapchatting the girls all about um, the crazy expensive things in the hotel. And then I was like, oh, a 28 bottle of wine, mini bottle of wine. And then I put like $7 bottle of water and I was like, okay, I'm going to buy it. I'm 30. Why not? And then they all thought I bought the wine. And I was like, no, I bought the water. And they were all mad at me for like, because they thought that I broke my dry feb. Yeah. So I'm I'm like, wow, I'm really lucky that I have these friends that would call me out on it and like say, what Aww. the hell? Where <laughs> some people have friends that are like, just drink it. Yeah. No, those are shitty friends. Like, but I mean, if it, it like, it can be in any terms of like the goals you want to like yeah. make for yourself. Like if you're like, oh, I'm like cutting carbs out for this week and then someone's like oh just like have this bite like have no like <laughs> it's gonna go like i'm gonna it's gonna like snowball i'm like mm-hmm. once like one carb i eat like that's not the last carb i'm gonna <laughs> eat <laughs> um so that really that really like opened my eyes to yeah how a lot of things and it's really hard and you have to have a good circle of friends for whatever kind of dreams that you're making mm-hmm. um I want to thank everyone who did donate to my profile for raising money for the Canadian Cancer Society. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really close foundation to my heart because my brother's baby mama. She, I don't know why I'm getting emotional over this. <laughs> she did pass away of like breast cancer. Aww. So like that's emotional because I wanted to do that. Not for her, but like for research. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's good you're doing something that is, like, personal to you and that's, mm-hmm. like, the drive that makes you want to make a difference. Yeah. Also, Aww. I'm going to ask for money again because <laughs> <laughs> I'm climbing the CN Tower stair climb. Oh, wait. Climb. Am I too? Yeah, you okay. are too. Okay. So we're climbing the CN Tower stair climb. So and um, we're raising money for wildlife now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> raising money for all those res dogs. <laughs> As good Anishinaabe girls, we're raising money for the res dogs. <laughs> so your podcast, Andes, know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough, and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast entities love you.